You're listening to the All in IT Radio. Join us as we talk about everything related to information technology and some other random stuff as well. Help us try to find how IT relates to each and every one of us and what's really behind the story headlines. We are Swedes and we talk tech. Once more the sun has set below the horizon and you turn your radio or your phone or whatever medium you use to listen to us over to your friends on the All in IT radio. Yes, we are back. This is the All in IT radio. I am Kenneth and once again I have a co-host with me. This time is Robin. Hello Robin. Hello. How are you feeling today, sir? I'm fine, thank you. It's nice to be back. How are you? Oh, well, thank you for asking. I can't complain, really. (laughs) What will we talk about this day? Well, I have bought a new toy recently, so that I want to talk about. That sounds really exciting. Yeah, it is. And also, we're going to talk about a new operating system. Okay. Is it from someone we know? Yeah, I think most people know about them. Interesting. Nice yeah. foreshadowing. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. I assume that most will actually know what we're alluding to here. Probably. It's good to have you back on board. Oh, thank you. It's nice to be back. So this is the first real show where I have a co-host again for quite some time. Yeah. And it's not Henrik. <laughs> and it's not Henrik. Yeah, he's, he's been absent for three episodes in a row now. That's, oh, wow. Mm, how we had a skiff of falling out. Aren't we friends anymore? (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) No, so Henrik was actually in the last episode. Yeah. But not audially. Or audio... Audially. I don't know. Is that a word? (laughs) No, I don't know. He he wasn't in it. He didn't say anything in the last episode. Okay. But he was there photographing and and such. Yeah. (laughs) And such. That was the only thing he did. Something else, maybe. I, I wasn't there. He gestured some... Oh, whatever. Okay. Right. What do you say? Should we get started? Oh, yeah. Let's get to it. Let's go. One thing, Robin, that I notice, and it's it's been a few episodes since you were on last time. Yeah. It's almost a year, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, at least. Last fall? Or was it last summer? I think it's more than a year, but I have to go and check. Ah, well. I'm not completely sure. Not important. What was it? Do you remember what episode number it was? Was it... Uh, Three or four or something, right? Oh, right. Yeah, that might be... The Apple stuff, I think. Okay. Yeah, doesn't matter. You're here now. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone, the fans go wild. Oh, yeah. Finally, we have Robin back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of fans and you have a lot of fans, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I might be a fan of you, that, and you can be a fan of me, then we have at least one fan each. Oh yes, I'm a big fan of you. Thank you. Right, but one thing that I notice is that your audio quality is a great bit better than the last time. Yeah, 
Not that it was particularly bad before, but uh, it it is very crisp and clear now. Something has happened, hasn't it? Yeah, my borrowed uh, Mac, I returned that and uh, bought a new. So uh, I'm excited about it. All right, so so you have a new microphone, and is this specifically for podcasting, or is it some form of headset, or, or what is it? No, it's a separate mic, a USB mic, where I, yeah, I thought about podcasts more or less. That's the main purpose for it, I would say. So it's an ordinary microphone that you plug into your computer via USB. Aren't those quite bad? I don't think so, and um, but you, you will have to figure it out because if you if you <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you know if it's bad or not. But I think it's quite good. All right, yeah. interesting. Well, what kind of microphone is it? It's a it's a what <laughs> or a road? Maybe it's the best way to put oh. it. If you're American or some other English-speaking person. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, well, um, it's a da- Danish company, isn't it? I, I I don't know if it's a Danish, but it sounds like it anyway. <laughs> ah, yeah, so, it's got yeah. its O with a, a strike Pro- through, yeah, so yeah, probably or a Norwegian, but it sounds Danish. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is a small note from Henrik. Road is an Australian company, nothing else. Do the Norwegians? Yeah, they do, right? Yeah, they do. They have the same written... It can't be a Norwegian microphone. I don't think so. No, it's <laughs> way too good a sounding for that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can never hear what a Danish person is saying oh, no. because they have their mouth full with, I don't know, oatmeal or something uh, when something they speak. Like that, yeah. And it sounds like they have a big potato in their mouth when they talk. Yeah, or, or in their throat or something. Exactly. It's, and. Yeah. So they must probably develop rather good microphone uh, quality <laughs> just to get something recorded at all that yeah. is coherent and... You right. have a point. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I have gotten some complaints before that uh, perhaps we are scaring away uh, listeners from our great neighboring countries here up in the cold north that is from Norway and Denmark but I suspect that they know it's all in jest and I strongly suspect that we will get repaid in kind oh yes so was this an expensive microphone did you have to spend a lot of money on it well I think it's a little bit more expensive in Sweden than Many other countries, I guess. I'm not completely sure. Many times you multiply a dollar by ten or something uh, when it's not that much. Uh, I would say about... Well, what is a dollar right now? It's about six, six Swedish crowns? Six, eight or something. Yeah, six, eight or something. And I paid about two uh, 2,200 Swedish kronor for it. And 2,200 Swedish kronor is... Roughly 255 euros. Mm, yeah, yeah. If you want something to compare that with. Yeah. So I think it's a rather decent mic. Mm? Not in the, the best segment as um, you want. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's decent and I, I, I like it. It's good looking too. I like that. <laughs> well, you you don't diss the aesthetics of your equipment. No. 
let's talk about your computer. Oh yeah, or my operating system, more likely. It's more specifically, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm trying the Windows uh, 8, the release preview. Okay. And what do you think about that? It's different. Uh, I, th- I think it's one of the biggest changes, or the biggest change since, since uh, Windows 95. Mm. And I don't remember any Windows uh, versions before ni- uh, 95. So uh, this is the biggest step I think I have ever seen in an operating system. Uh, because of it's more or less built for touchscreen, I think many things anyway the start menu is gone so you have this uh, this uh, windows phone 7 or 8 or uh, screen that you begin with with this what do you call it tiles tiles okay yeah so and it's uh, a little bit strange to see on a desktop computer but uh, yeah i'm getting used to it and uh, i usually don't use it i go directly to the to the desktop uh, but uh, yeah it's it, it, it's nice to to try. Yeah, I've tried it as well. I installed, and maybe we should just go through this rather quickly. When Microsoft releases a new operating system, they tend to do what they call release previews. That is free to download and test out. And it's not the finished product. It's not even close to a finished product in the beginning. So first they release the developer preview and that is really for developers it's an alpha release and it's not done in any way it's it's a subject for change that one i tried i downloaded that and i run it in i ran it in an in a virtual machine Mm -hmm. and then they release another preview which i don't remember the name of but it's more of a, a an end user kind of preview a beta release if you will and then they release the release candidate, yeah. which should be more or less the final version, mm-hmm. unless they find some some bigger bug somewhere. And that's the version you use, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I have found some problems I don't like, but it will be handled. But uh, my sound card doesn't work the way it's supposed to, because mm. there are no, uh, no drivers for it. So... Uh, I have this uh, squeaking sound or something when uh, when I uh, try to listen to something or even when windows uh, make these noises from now now and then so I get this distorted sound oh that's so bad it's not very nice yeah it's very bad so it's not I have to put my some some other I, I cannot use my sound card in that way I have to 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 use some kind of uh, headset headset yeah or something, then it sounds better. That's really weird. Yeah, it's very weird uh, because I I cannot use. Uh, it's it's very strange. Do, do you I mean a really... USB headset, or do you connect no, it to uh, the sound card? For the mo- uh, yeah, for the moment now, I'm I'm I hear you through this uh, headset, and I plug it in from another to another slot or what you call it in 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 my computer. I'm not completely sure, but. Um, my uh, my speakers. So, so it's not connected to the speakers right now. No. Okay. My speakers are connected to the other ports, the usual, the the main port to use when you 
Yeah, because it's an integrated sound. All right, so so it's not some novelty, some something fancy. It's just an ordinary integrated. No, okay. no, no, no. What kind of motherboard do you have? What manufacturer? Uh, it's it's an Asus. All right. Well, hmm. <laughs> standard or <laughs> standard motherboard. So uh, exactly, something like that should work. Yeah, it should, but it doesn't. <laughs> but mm. but uh, but I hope that in in time it will. But I I think I will I will give up before then because it's it's too heavy to to work with. So you'll return to Windows Seven? Yeah, I will because yeah, I, I like it better also because I I don't use these tiles anyway. So why should I right. why should I buy Windows Eight or do anything about it <laughs> uh, or use it now because I use the same things that I use in Windows Seven. So it's no nothing for me there really because and and also they have removed the start uh, button on the left side of the screen so um I'm a little bit lost in the beginning <laughs> I have to find other ways to come to my to go to my programs and to all the stuff I need There was a vidcaster who uploaded a, a video to YouTube where he put his dad in front of a computer with Windows 8 installed and he asked his father to complete some random task. I think it was just to exit, to, to turn the computer off or something like that. And he couldn't figure it out. No. He couldn't figure it out how to find some sort of menu. It's it's really hard to 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 shut it off. But but if if you push the the Windows key on your keyboard, your physical keyboard, yeah, the menu yeah. comes up. Yeah, the tile bar. Yes. Right, and so it, they've removed the icon of the start menu on the screen, so you, you can't see it anymore. Exactly. And they've removed the classical, or not even that. The classical is something else. The classical start menu was the. Windows 95 version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've had another form of start menu recently, which is more dynamic. But they've removed that completely yeah. and replaced it yes. with this screen with large tiles. Exactly. But the problem is when you go to this tiles menu, you have this, you can go to your um, accounts. Or where, so when you log into the computer, you have your accounts. You can click on that and you can log off. But you cannot shut your computer off right in the in the in the same you have menu. to log out first and then you can yeah power down the computer yeah that's the way you can do it or or you can i have found an, another way too all right if you keep your mouse in the right edge or i think also the left no the right edge you get in the right edge corner the top right corner top top right corner you get this menu uh, coming popping up so and then you have these settings. I think it's in English, and there you can, uh, if you click on settings, there then you can, you have this shutdown button. You're so kidding it's, me! It's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't get it at all. You, you see, we used the developer preview as I mentioned, and that was at my work at the school, and the kids couldn't figure out how to turn off the computers, and I had to show them that you get to you, first you log out and then you can t power it off. And they thought that was just silly. But my idea is this is a developer preview. <laughs> of course they will fix this. But they haven't. No. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> it's very strange, I have to say. You have to go to settings first. It's almost like you have to go to the control panel and then shut it off. It's, it's that strange. So, yeah. 
but well <laughs> do you remember you might not have heard of this but there were a similar incident with the new release of ubuntu yeah i think i've heard about it yes sure that they you couldn't find the shutdown option in the menu unless you held the alt key on your keyboard and then pushed oh. the menu then it would appear and Strange. that was the same thought behind it it was the same thing you they expected you to log out first and then turn off the computer yeah i don't get it at all no the other things with the tiles i sort of like they, when you when you start the computer in the beginning if you if you have these shortcuts it it goes to this menu very fast okay to this tiles menu so you can click on the program you want before the the, the windows have, have started up more or less okay because because uh, it, because uh, when you if you click on the on the on the desktop uh, box you come to the uh, so you can go to the desktop um, you see that the programs are loading in to the system and it takes a little bit of a while if you don't have an SSD disk of course I don't have one so it takes a little bit of time so uh, and you don't need to to wait for this you can click on it on the tiles and then it will appear when yeah when when it's have loaded up all right so that's a good thing i guess maybe it's because i'm not used to it but i don't have any use for it really. no this new system i i, I think it's excellent for um, this uh, touch screen computers or phones or, what do you call it this yeah this phones yeah, and tablets ipad these pads yes tablets it's excellent for that. But a desktop? No, I don't think so. Not in this form. And this is the strange thing, actually. I've used a Windows Phone 7 device, and what it is is essentially, well, it's kind of a new take on a mobile interface, and I quite like it. It's not that bad. Mm. But the idea is you have large squares, large and very distinct squares where each square is its own program and each square can also display some information like if that program is running you can you can show some weather reports or stuff or updates mm -hmm. if it's your mail client it, it can show you how many unread emails you have or, or stuff like that yeah but when they transferred this to a desktop computer or a laptop to a stationary, to, to an ordinary computer. I mean, I have, I don't even know how many programs I have in my computer. How do they solve that? Yeah, you can't yeah. put up large squares for every program on your screen. No, it's in. No, you you can't do that. <laughs> so how do they solve it? Well, they have this. You can make this. Uh, these squares are a little bit smaller too. <laughs> yay! <laughs> but on yeah, yay! But uh, and on the side of that, you have this extra area of the screen where they have an other uh, a new type of squares that you have when, when there are not photos or um, news or weather or messages. Some or form of special e tile. Some yeah, and 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 that that's the programs that you can uh, put in there manually. But there are not that that many that you can um, uh, have on the same page, so you have to right click and go to all apps 
Right. And then you have all your your um, it's like go to the start menu and to all programs. It's the same thing. All right. So uh, you have to click one or two more buttons before you come to the same. And you scroll when you're in this menu. You scroll sideways. You scroll. Yes, you scroll sideways. So you, uh, yeah. And that's that goes against everything we know about how yeah. computer design works. When you scroll down, you go to the right. I think. <laughs> I'm not completely. I don't have to try. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't we really nitpicking right now? Isn't it just yeah, that, well, maybe. this is different, so we don't like it. But isn't this the difference, really? If you if you skip this, you have Windows 7, right? True. So, that's, so why should I upgrade when... I don't use it. That's the thing. The the Windows 8 But you stuff, you say you uh, don't use it. How do you start programs? I go to the to the desktop. I I click on on that box uh, to show the desktop. desktop box. Yeah. And then I go directly to the desktop. And you have links on your desktop to start. Yes, I have. I have as I usually have on my Windows 7. All right, uh, so computer. So you so. work around the the new interface yeah, completely. I do. Maybe I should try it, try it, and try to, uh, to get into it to make it work. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I, I, I'm maybe I'm a little bit too lazy. I don't know. Or maybe it's because it's uh, not that workable, or uh, just that, not com- yeah. appealing enough. Appealing enough, yes. And the thing is, the thought from Microsoft is to be able to buy apps that will only run in this start menu. So the start menu will yeah. be a place where you run HTML5 or other apps. So mm-hmm. many programs will only be available for that interface. And then they That's will strange. be <laughs> like the same kind of programs that you run on your uh, tablet or your phone. So you yeah. get some form of consistent consistency across devices. Yeah, as far as I've understood it. I would have liked it a little bit more if, when I click on these tiles on the menu, you you directly go to the desktop and they load the program. But if it, I would I would have been a little bit more appreciated about it if they have stayed on the tiles menu because I think of my grandparents. Right. And that could be a good system if you don't have the the desktop, just have these tiles. Right. They, they don't use many programs. And then, then it's easy for them to use it. But if they are thrown into the desktop, it's almost impossible to, for them to, to go back to the, right. the, to the tiles menu because you have to grab um, the top of the screen and and draw it. Or pick it with this... Uh, Mouse cursor. Yeah. And then you have to push it to the side. And then you get the tiles menu again. And that's impossible for old people to do. So... I hope that would be an option, but it's not. <laughs> no, Microsoft have been quite so. clear about that. They don't allow many options. There were in in one of the previews, I believe, a method which m- made it possible to work around the new interface, the new start menu, so you could disable it and get a, s- <laughs> a third-party application which acted as the old start menu. But they've disabled that. Yeah. It's not possible yeah. anymore. No. And one more thing I don't like, if you want their uh, their services or their 
new stuff you have to have an, an Microsoft account. You have to sign up to a Microsoft account to do it because you cannot go in to this marketplace or all of these uh, things, buy things uh, and use the tiles in the right way if you don't have a Microsoft account. And I'm not completely sure. I want my information and all my credit card no. in the in their system. So uh, if, if, if someone hacks them, so... Uh, I'm not completely sure I want that either. And that's essentially the big thing. That That is why Microsoft is doing this. They are doing yeah. an Apple. They want people yeah. who use a PC with a Windows. Google. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. True, yeah. but still, they want you, as a computer owner who runs Windows, mm-hmm. to be in their ecosystem. They want you to run their vetted programs. That is, if you buy programs or apps through their marketplace, mm-hmm. which runs only in this new start menu interface, which previously was called Metro, but they had a problem with the name, so they can't call it that anymore. So now they call it the <laughs> Windows 8 experience interface, something, blah, oh, blah, blah. That's catchy. Yeah, you know Microsoft and names. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So th- the more you stay there and only download free or buy apps from the Microsoft Marketplace, the better control they have of your experience. You don't get viruses. No. You don't get a dangerous, harming software. And you can more and more stay in that environment. So what you mentioned about your grandparents, I guess, my guess is that rather soon you will have applications which will run in only the start menu if if that's what we will call it in this new Mm -hmm. interface which means they would almost never have to drop down to the desktop that's a good thing in their perspective sure but but you and i (laughs) we will never use the computer that way no 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 i guess (laughs) stranger things has happened but uh, no yeah but now when we have an option we don't know well maybe maybe in the future we might not have an option so i don't know it might be the, well. We always have Linux, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't run Windows if I don't have to. No. And on all my computers, I install Linux, and that's what I run, and I'm very satisfied with that. Yeah. And this has been uh, another one of those. They say that Microsoft has every other operating system is a big flop for them. Yeah, I guess so. So we we had uh, XP was a hit, Vista was a flop, Windows Seven was a hit. And now, Windows 8, it's supposed to be a flop. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I don't hope... I, I hope they will fix the problem, but I, I, I don't think they will. Because no. they want to lock people into their ecosystem. And because of that, I think it will be a problem for the people who don't want to be a part of it. And I guess... For some reason, it feels like Microsoft... It's hard to see what kind of motivation they have. It's hard to see, well, with this, they want you in their ecosystem, but what is their target? What is their goal? What do they want to become in five years' time? I mean, tablets have come and mobile phones have come and totally revolutionized the way we use computers, devices, and now it's apps for everyone. And everyone has forgotten that it's short for application, and we've had those for the last 30 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> but we also have this. They 
of course they have this huge part of the desktop and laptop computer market so they, they want to profit from it like apple and uh, google want to profit from their play store and uh, app store so they get a lot of money because people make applications mm. to them maybe it's the same thing with windows i don't know if they will let some other people in or not but they have a huge opportunity to make money if, if they sell many programs cheap you know so maybe that's a factor too might be and they are really driving this this thought that all devices should have the same interface into mm -hmm. the ground almost they want you to have a, a, a laptop a desktop computer they want your phone and your tablet and well they're not in tvs yet yes they are with the xbox so yeah, they yeah, want yeah, one unified right. interface <laughs> for every device you own. And of course, you can't really argue with that. that that's not a really terrible idea. You, you, you'll be familiar with the interface. You can log in so that the applications you install in your desktop that works on your phone will show up there as well. Stuff like that. that mm -hmm. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. But as you say, something specifically designed for a touch interface rarely works on a desktop with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, that's a problem. You know about this um, Surface computer that they have right. on like a table. That's a good thing to have this operating system on. Right. D don't mix that up with... Because that was the, l the first project that had the name Microsoft Surface. It was like a large table with yeah, yeah, multi-touch exactly. input, so you could stand five persons mm -hmm. around and 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 and, That's and cool. really, <laughs> you could put, you could interact with the same documents, maps yeah. and stuff. You could put your put your phone on the this mm -hmm. table, mm -hmm. and it would interact with it through Bluetooth, I think. So you could yeah something like that. Pull out your photos out on the table and and, and spin them around and enlarge and, and yeah. stuff. It's a really interesting technology. Uh, but then they scrap that name and they call it something else. I don't quite remember what, but oh okay. Microsoft Surface Now is their new tablet. Yeah, Which they I know. released. I thought that was the same technology, more or less, but it's oh. not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know they changed the, the name, so... So, hmm. so the old table is called something else now. So they've rebranded it somehow. Yeah. But there are other people who talk about Windows 8. It's other. There are other people who have rather strong thoughts about it. And one thing you are, you're a gamer, so... Yeah. How will games fare on Windows 8? Do you have an idea? I don't really. Many people say different things. I, I'm not completely sure. Um, if I'm going to use Windows 8, I will I will try to use it the same way as, uh, as I use my Windows 7. But if it's not possible, it might be a problem. I don't really know. And if there's no drivers, you won't be able to use it? No. An operating system must have drivers. Yeah, yeah, of course. Your hardware must work. Yeah, of course. But I think that it will work. But it's it's just a it's just a preview. But why would drivers stop working from Windows Seven to Windows yeah. Eight? It's the same operating yeah, system underneath. Yeah, I don't get it either. No. Oh well. It's strange. And and I and I browse the internet for solutions. For answer to my <laughs> questions. Yeah, and. 
all I got was that uh, Asus told the um, customers and uh, and the the manufacturer for the for the sound cards uh, they told the the customers that we have to wait <laughs> so they don't um, want to do anything until it's released I, I think it's too much work okay I, I think i could get the, I, they didn't they didn't really say it that way but i i, I think it is yeah. One person who has shown a really strong idea about Windows 8 is the executive director of Valve. His name is Gabe Mm -hmm. Newell. And he has called Windows 8 a catastrophe for everyone in the PC space. And that's harsh words. Yeah. What does Valve do that we know about? Steam, right? Right. And what is Steam? It's a service more. Uh, what do you call it? it's? It's a, uh, it's a client, right? A client, a game client. Yeah. Uh, where where you can buy games and play it, but it's also locked to Steam, so you have to open up the Steam client to be able to play. So it's a combined marketplace DRM system. That's digital restrictions management. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And there's some chat opportunity and something else yeah, like chat, that. Chat forum. It's a bit and social and. All, all in one package, yes. And is it widely used? Yeah, it's a huge. It's the it's the market leader, I think, by a huge margin. Uh, I have a problem with them, but I have a problem with many companies. So <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing new. <laughs> I try to use it as little as possible, but uh, they have a huge influence, and many, many people uh, like it and uh, buy games and play it. And there are many ga- there are many good games there. Oh yes, oh yes, there are many many good games on it. Like the Portal games are available on Steam, for example. <laughs> exactly. Right, and Valve, with their uh, director Mr. Newell, have taken gaming in a quite a quite surprising direction. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why he thinks that Windows 8 will be so bad for gaming. It is this change of interface that he has a problem with. I I, get, I gather that that's that I get, but there must be something more to it. I haven't really figured out what, but it doesn't really matter. What what he says is that they will bring Steam to Linux. Hmm. That's a good thing. And I have Steam installed on Linux. Hmm. It has worked for quite some time, but it's not a native client. It's through the the application Wine and, well, doesn't always work flawlessly, but good enough. But a native Steam client on Linux is, of course, always better. Yeah. But the thing is, you have to also convert the game engines to the other platform yeah, exactly. for it to work really seamlessly. Mm-hmm. And if you get the game platform over on Linux, then, well, you can buy games and run them on Linux as it was any other Windows computer. Yeah, I would like that. It's good with it, with a little bit of a competition. All right. Because it's now Apple begins to uh, begins to be a decent platform for gaming too. All many, right. Many companies are taking their games to Apple too. So, uh, and I would like it to come to Linux a lot because then I can skip Windows. That's the main purpose for me to to keep Windows. 
because it's so easy to play games when I want to. Uh, because it's a, it's a mess mm. for me anyway to go to Linux and try to play a game without any flaws and without uh, scratching my my hair and uh, it's a it's terrible for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I really would have in, would enjoy Steam to come to Linux and work. Of course, I want their competitors to come too because I like some other. Uh, service is better but uh, that's the way it is for the moment right true i have i saved now a rather old article by a man known as john c dvorak he has very strong opinions and in this piece he and i will quote him he says I've been waiting for quite some time to see Microsoft do something incredibly stupid that would open the door so Linux could waltz in and take over the desktop. Right now, there is a mistaken belief that Linux will never be a desktop OS. I disagree. With a few lucky breaks and a misstep by Microsoft, Linux could instantly be on every desktop. From what I hear about Windows 8, this moment may be at hand. End quote. (laughs) Yeah. And this has been talked about every time Microsoft does uh, makes some form of mistake. I mean, v- when Vista was released, everyone said, well, it's the year of the desktop. Linux will conquer all. People will <laughs> mass migrate to Linux systems. But it never happened. No. People just stayed on XP and they were fine with that. Yeah. I, I think most people don't really have that that knowledge that it's required i th- i think many people don't really care that much they will adapt to whatever they have if they are used to microsoft to windows they will still have it because they don't know much else of course you have apple uh, but many 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 people don't really know that much about linux out, outside of the sphere that that knows a little bit more than their average person the power users yeah so but i I would say i I can agree with that statement if uh, we if microsoft do two bad operating system in a row for example if windows 8 will will flop Hmm. and they're nine and they don't and and they won't learn and do the same mistake again on the ninth i think they might have a problem because people just stay with windows 7 for Hmm. a moment just say if, if windows 8 will flop they will stay with windows 7 and then upgrade to windows 9 so i I don't think one operating system will do it i think they have to have a couple of operating system to flop for it to to be a problem for microsoft i I think so true i don't know what you think no you i agree i agree and when you and when you mention the lack of knowledge in the populace the general population the the average computer user i believe that not many of them even know that there exists alternatives. No. I mean, PC. Yeah. PC equals Windows. Oh, yes. It's not true, but... No, but that, that's what people think. In, in, in the average user's brain, that is true. So I, I think that perhaps people would appreciate to know that they have a choice. Yeah, exactly. The, the thing is, it, it's not that a different interface. All right, Ubuntu with a new interface with the latest changes, it's quite different, but it's really not that different from Windows 8, actually. No. There are some similarities, and 
you get into it quite quickly, I've heard. I've not used it extensively. I'm on Kubuntu, as I mentioned before. I use KDE. And that interface hasn't changed in quite some time. You have the start menu. It says K on it, but it's still start menu. Mm-hmm. And many people use, and I also recommend for novice users, Linux Mint, which has its own version of a desktop interface, which is really uh, a lookalike with the old Windows 7 interface. So if you're sat in front of a computer and it's just, like you mentioned, your grandparents, if it's just a start the web browser, pay some bills on your internet bank, write some emails, mm-hmm. and perhaps write a letter or something in a word processor. If it's that kind of interaction with a computer you have, I don't believe it's a problem if you don't know anything about computers. No. The, the, the thing is, if you want to install an operating system today, it's as easy. No, it's even easier to install Linux than it is to install Windows. Mm-hmm. Fewer questions. <laughs> More is done automatically. Well, but... The problem yeah. is you never install Windows. It's always on the computer you buy. Exactly. That, that's, my, that's my point. Because it won't change a thing if not manufacturers will uh, give the consumer a choice mm. when they go to the store. Because they don't do as we do. We build our computers. Not many people do that. They are fed with the latest Microsoft Windows. And that's the way it is. They have no, no say. I don't know... Uh, how how it is anymore because uh, Dell they tried right I don't know if if they tried in Sweden and uh, how did it no, go do you know their project never reached Sweden no but they sold laptops with uh, Ubuntu pre-installed and they've done a new experiment right now they are selling it what they call a developer laptop and it's called Project I don't remember what it's called. I'll look it up and put it in the show notes. So they've done a project where you can buy a developer's laptop. And that's a bit of a high-end machine Mm -hmm. uh, pre-installed with Ubuntu for those who actually live on the command line to some extent and develop applications. Yeah. I, I, I think it must be something like that, that Dell and HP and Packard Bell, they, they need to to have this computer out in the stores mm. and really propagate that you should buy this and that you can see on the price tag that, wow, it's, it's cheaper if I buy this one. Mm. And what's the problem with this one? Well, it's Linux. <laughs> it's nothing really big of a difference if you if you don't game on it yet. <laughs> but if, if they fix the gaming part of it, I think they will have a great chance. If, it, but the problem is that the, the companies won't do it yet. I, yeah, I, I think maybe someone giving them too much money. Exactly. They they, they tried <laughs> this with the netbooks, if you remember, yeah. before the tablets yeah. came and changed the computing arena. They created the netbooks, which were smaller laptops with a bit of a limited capacity but to a very low price. And they mm-hmm. offered these with either Windows or Linux. Yeah. But out in the stores, they never offered the Linux version. No. And as you say, there probably were some money changing hands. I guess so. <laughs> from Microsoft's side. Yeah. To make sure that it didn't become a hit. Mm-hmm. 
that's sad, but well, what do you do? That's the way finance works. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Valve's Gabe Newell, he also referenced to this and said that computer manufacturers would leave Windows when Windows 8 is launched. I don't believe it. I don't think so. But he feels very strongly about it. So it will be an yeah. interesting few months with the new operating system from Microsoft. We, we can say that at least. I'm, I'm a little bit scared about it because I, I know that the manufacturers don't make that much money from PC games as they do from uh, from uh, making games to to, uh, to Nintendo's Wii or to uh, Xbox or PS3. So it's a much smaller market to to sell PC games. So you might scare the game developers from the PC to the consoles. Maybe, and I don't hope that it will because I don't play console games. I don't play console games. No. no. So I almost always play PC games right. because that's my kind of games. And uh, they cannot do that kind of games properly on a console. But maybe that's one b- benefit or a, something that is good that might not let them take all the games to the console markets. So I, I'm not completely sure. I'm a little bit divided about it. And when you talk about that, that's interesting. Just a last quick little mention before we wrap this up. And that is that there is a persistent rumor that Valve will release what they call a Steam box. That is Steam on hardware. So that will sell you essentially a mini computer with Linux, <laughs> which runs Steam by that time. Yeah. They have all Valve has already it's called what's it called? Valve TV. They they've released some sort of interface which will look good and work good on your TV already. So they have the interface already. Mm -hmm. They just need the hardware, actually, to create a Steam box. And if this will be something that you connect to your TV, I don't know, or if it will be something that you will have as a console, but instead of a PC to to run dedicated games on, I don't know. It's just rumors. But there there, there has been talk about this. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds um, exciting. It's, it sounds like something that might change will change the the market a little bit. So true. We'll have to see how this turns out. Yeah. Well, great. Then it's time to end this show and. It's been a while since I did this. Let's see. <laughs> what do we mention when we leave? Right. We talk about all the ways you can get in touch with us. You should, of course, subscribe to the All in IT Radio through the OG feed or the MP3 feed, which you will find on the website, aiit.se slash radio. And you should also follow me on Identica and Twitter. That's at Altinomiti, A-L-L-T-I-N-O-M-I-T. And you can send us anything you would like, comments, ideas, whatever. Just send us something. To our mail address, show at AIIT.se. And of course, there's the Google Plus page, AIIT.se slash radio slash plus, and that's the plus sign. Not a word. 
All right, Robin, how does people get in touch with you? Yeah, I have an email address, but I also have a Google Plus account. So, uh, yes. So that's the way, I think. Perfect, and we'll post that link in the show notes so you can find him and yeah. get in touch with him directly if you wish to. So now we are at that point in the schedule of the show where we once more will listen to the song of the hour, Teardrops by Zimrich. It was a very, f- a very finely tuned song. It was highly emotional and uh, quite nice to listen to. Oh, yeah. It is available on SoundCloud under a Creative Commons license, and you will, of course, find the link in the show notes as per usual. Robin, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show again. Oh, thank you. Have a good evening, and we'll hopefully hear from you again. Same to you. I will surely come back. Goodbye to you, and goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.
we haven't started the show. Why are we talking like this? I don't know. <laughs> or have we started show? Have we actually started <laughs> no. the show already? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll, oh, wow. All right. Surprise beginning. Surprise <laughs> well, beginning. you weren't expecting that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> well, you clip this as you want. I always do. I always do. Röde. Röde. Röde podcaster. Yeah. Come on, cannot say. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no name calling on the air. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. No. okay. But we both know exactly what I yeah. think of your feeling for the aesthetics of <clears throat> things around you. We do. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> over to another subject then, perhaps. He is an, a very opinionate... Um, he is a very opinionate... Opi- <laughs> 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 <laughs>